What is up, guys? You have tuned into what I learned yesterday. The purpose of this podcast is to look at what God said yesterday, learn how to apply it today, and be better prepared to hear Him tomorrow. Are you a good person? <laughs> that is a question we like to, well, when I say we, I mean us as people. We don't even ask ourselves that question. We go straight into, I am a good person. I am a good person. I, I choose to do right by other people. I try to treat people the way that I want to be treated. And so, yeah, I'm a good person. But before we talk about that, let's go into um, the real message here. The real thing, the truth, the facts are that um, Jesus paid the price. He came and he died on the cross. And what he did for us was really put us in a place where we could now come to the Father, our Father God, and have a relationship with him and know him as he is. We can be intimate with God, come to him and know him. That is a, a truly, that's a big thing. It's a big thing. It's a life-changing thing. And the one thing I think that we have to make clear here is that only with knowing the Father can we know how to do something good. And that's kind of contradicting, right? You can say, well, if someone doesn't know God or doesn't follow God and they do a good thing, then how is that so? But you have to understand that every good thing comes from heaven, comes from above, it comes from our God. And Jesus Christ really just brought that together for us. He died on the cross for our sins, for everything that we would do that was evil in God's eyes, still is evil in God's eyes. He paid the price for that. <clears throat> and so that we could come now and repent. We can come now and ask God for forgiveness. And he won't just you know, come and wipe us away with another flood. <laughs> he has mercy and grace on us now because of what Jesus did. And so people take it lightly, but it, it really is a serious thing. And we have to know that there is another side to life. There is not just our ways and our choices and us running after what we want and what we feel we need, but we have to come to know that we're choosing. We're choosing a master every day, whether that's good or evil. And as a kid growing up, did you choose to be the evil character? <laughs> Some of you may have. May have maybe you like the thrill. Maybe you thought um good is boring, but it's not. Good um good is really just another way of seeing life differently. And so there's no in-between though. You just have to know that there's no in-between because you can't say, like like Brandy said, almost doesn't count, you know? Well, I just wanted to lay the foundation because a lot of the times we make the message about us and we talk about, well, what God brought us through and what I went through and how I saw God in it. And yes, this 
this podcast is for that. This platform is to have us look at our situations and say, well, what did God teach me through that? But I want to make sure that we stay focused on God first. And the fact that I can only have this experience because he woke me up today. That's something we don't even thank him for sometimes. And it's taken for granted, but no no breath is promised. Tomorrow is not promised and neither is the next hour or minute of the day. And so to know to know that God gave us that gift that he said, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'll give your body life today. You have health. You are in good standing because you can hear this podcast. The things are uh, moving along in the world and things are going so fast that we just get caught up in what's going on in our lives. But the purpose of this podcast is to have us take a step back, slow down, and really be grateful and thankful and um, in a way just realign ourselves with God's will and not our own will. And so today's topic is talking about contradicting ourselves. When I started off this podcast, I asked the question of, are you a good person? And I see a lot of people answer that question. They say, yeah, I'm a good person, you know? And then you go off and you ask them, um, if they've ever broken the Ten Commandments. I've seen this where people will say, okay, well, have you ever lied before? And then that person says, uh, yeah, little white lies, or yeah, I've lied. And uh, well, have you stolen before? Yeah, I've stolen. And okay, well, have you ever lust after a person? When you looked at them, did you undress them with their eyes? And it's like, all these things we can say, and it's not to embarrass anyone. It's not to say, okay, you know, I can't believe you did that. No, we're asking people these questions to open their eyes, to say, okay, well, don't you see that you called yourself a good person and then now you're retracting because you realize that you did things that you you honestly know weren't good or in other words you just know they weren't right and so there is a way for us to just look at ourselves and say we are good people but why would we I'm sorry, y'all. I am looking up a verse that talks about good. In Mark 10 and in Luke 18, 19, we see where they are asking Jesus. Let me let me go there. Give me just a second. Luke 18, 19 is where we're going to go right now. We're going to go to Luke 18, 19. And here we see that there's a rich man. And he comes to Jesus and he says, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus tells him, you know, why do you call me good? Like, no one is good, but one, and that is God. Our Father God is the only one that is good. And so when I said, how could somebody do good if they don't have a relationship with God or don't know God? But God has influence. And so in our hearts, there is 
there is the law. The law is written on our hearts. It's in Joel 1.3. And it's also in Romans 2, 2.13. And it tells us about how the law is written on our hearts. We know the law, even though it wasn't taught to us. And so when we do something good, it's not because... It's not because we're a good person. No, we're we're not good people. And even it talks about our our good deeds are like filthy rags. We have to understand that only by God are we allowed to do something that seems good to ourselves. So when you do a good act or when you are kind or when you do love, only by the Holy Spirit are you empowered to do that. And if you don't follow God, then even that should open your eyes to say, okay, if I'm a bad person, if I say I'm a good person, I answer these basic questions and now I know that I should think twice about my answer. Well, now I'm sitting here and I'm saying, how could people do good to me if I'm not a good person? And that doesn't even make that person a good person. It just goes to show that God is in control of those good things. Every good thing comes from above. And so God gave you that. That good came from God. So in um, Romans 2.13, I'm going to just read it. It's 2.13 through 16. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, Okay, let me go back to 12. Romans 2, 12 through 16. For as many as have sinned without law will per- will also perish without law. And as many have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves, who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. And it's just telling us there that... um, People who know the law and don't do it, they'll be judged by the law because you knew the law and you didn't do it. And then those who don't know the law, they, well, okay, if you go back to 12, it's telling us that those without the law will also perish with the law. And so if you knew the law and you didn't do the law, next is saying that you will be judged by the law. And so we go down to 13 through 15, and in 15, it's telling us that those who don't even know the law, the law is still written on their hearts, and that's why they're able to follow the law, because they know it in their minds. They know it in their minds already. So it's been written on our hearts. It's in our minds. And so we can't say, I did good because I'm a good person. No, you did good because the law is written on your heart and your mind. You know it. You know the law. And so my question before was, how is the law written on our hearts? How is the law written on our minds already? How? And then we go back into Joel 1.3, and it says, tell it to your children. 
Let your children tell their children and their children another generation. And maybe that's not a good one to go by because then he's going, he's in this context, actually God is telling them to tell their children about something happening that has never happened before. So let me go back to, I believe it's Deuteronomy. Oh man, that I will have to link it in a note. But there is a scripture in Deuteronomy that talks about um this is after he gives the Ten Commandments. And Moses takes these Ten Commandments to the Israelites and he's telling them to write this law on your heart. Put it in your minds, meditate on it, tell your children, talk about it day and night, when you lay down, when you get up, when you walk the streets, when you're sitting in your home. And he's and he's saying these things so that they will remember the law. Well, if they're putting the law on their heart and remembering it, and this is a time when they had the Ten Commandments with them written on a stone, okay, now we fast forward to not having that stone anymore. Well, it was taught throughout history. If the people with the stone took those laws, written them on them on their hearts, and talked about it, and talked about it, and passed it along from generation to generation. Then there you have it is being told. It's like a, a folk story or um, a lie. Even things will begin to be passed around a community, and everyone will know this information, and then it gets passed on to another generation, and that's how it lives on. And we can think of many, many subjects and things like that that live on through someone else's generation or because someone told it, but the the whole point is that the law is written on our hearts and in our minds, and we know it because we see it. The truth is, is that you will see it you'll learn from seeing. You can't say, I don't know what's good and wrong. And I was never taught good or bad, but you were taught it. Even if it was without you knowing, watching something you could learn. So they written, they had written it on their hearts and in their minds. And then they took it and they, they ran with it and spoke it and told everybody else. And now we have it too, because we were taught it even ourselves. Even if no one sat you down and said, don't ever break these 10 things. It's not even about that. It's just about knowing right from wrong, because we have a conscience. And so if we, we take that from today's message and we say, okay, well, how can I become a good person? What we can do is look back at God and thank him for Jesus. Thank him for what he did by sending his son to die for us and say, God, you really gave me a clean slate there. You really said, okay, um, I'm sending somebody who can do something you can't do. God, Jesus fulfilled the law. He fulfilled everything that man could not walk out. And so we really have to Say it's only by him, it's only through Jesus will we get to the Father. And then even when we come to the Father, we have to know our position is because we have mercy and grace now. So in order to not even consider ourselves good, because that's not the goal. The goal isn't to be a good person or be a good human being. The goal is to teach people about their ways and how they are 
um, opposite of God and how bad we are compared to God and how we need to lean on him and, and respect him and just learn that only through him is anything. And I just hope I'm making sense here, but what we can do today is go back and say, God, thank you for what you did for me. And I repent. I repent from everything that separates me from you, from what I thought was you, for putting you in a box, for believing that you were something that you weren't. And starting from there, just beginning to help other people's eyes be opened. If we can do that, then we have started. We have, and that's the thing, baby steps, get started. So once we go back and we say, thank you, God, and we repent of our sinful ways, and repent means to turn away and go the opposite direction. You don't repent to continue to do the same sin. You repent because you believe God is saying you are forgiven and you make a change. God doesn't have to forgive us. God doesn't owe us anything. He doesn't have to do anything. These all are gifts. This is all just, we're all living on borrowed time. And we have to realize that nothing is promised or given because we we deserve it. We don't deserve it. What we deserve is hell. We are all every day failing to even reach our own moral standards. And there are people with weak moments. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that we have to realize we we don't just do everything on our own. We need God's help. So it's going to conclude today's episode of contradicting myself and it was also my first episode ever you guys and that was kind of mixed up for me. I really feel like, you know, I don't, I really don't know how to feel, honestly. <laughs> I just know that I took a step forward in something that I believe God is calling me to do. And it feels great to know that that's the purpose of me doing it. And that's what's behind my drive of doing it. And so I just, I'm not super stoked about it. I'm not super excited. And for whatever input or, you know, help that somebody might want to reach out and and give me. I'm open to that. But my main goal is to just help people see God in everyday situations, to really look at what we go through in our lives, with our families, with our friends, with people we don't even know, and say, okay, how was God in that? Where was God in that? Was God the center of that. And we can, we can find him in everything we do if we take a step back and and really just look at it and examine it, whatever we went through. So if you tune in, if you decide to, to subscribe to this podcast, God would greatly appreciate your repentance and he will forgive you, and he will love you. He loves you anyway, but, and there is no but. God loves you anyway, and he wants to see you live a life dedicated to him. It's hard. It's not easy. 
It's not always pretty. It's rough. And sometimes we don't want to do things that are hard and rough and not pretty. We want to be lazy and we want to live for ourselves and we want to be selfish and we love sin. So we'll decide to be opposite of him and continue to go against what he's calling us to do. But the thing is, is that there's a greater purpose. There's a greater reason to live. And if you're not living for God, if you're not living for a bigger thing than yourself and the people around you, you have an emptiness. We all have, if you follow God now, you know it's because you were empty before. When I was living in my ways of being selfish and chasing after my wants and needs, there was always something. I was always in the mindset of saying, I know there's more. I know there's more. And we could try to fill that hole with work and money and friends and partying and staying home and taking care of myself and cleaning the air. Whatever you think is making you full right now, it may pass. And when it does pass, why is that? Why can I never find the thing that fills the hole completely? And and I found that. I found that in Jesus. And Jesus is love. He saved me from damnation. He saved me from myself. And so you have to realize that that's the only thing that'll fill that void. That's the only thing that'll fill that hole. And it's it's really more than that. It's really deeper than that. It's not just some putty you can put in a hole in your heart and fix it so it'll be whole. And no, there there's a cause. There's a cause. It takes something. It costs something. And... It may be little in the beginning, but it gets rough on the road and on the journey. But you have to know it's worth it. A lot of things we do in life, we choose to do because we feel that they're worth it. Well, is it important to you to live in an eternity where you're separated from God? Or do you want to be with God? And then you have to see every day that we make choices to be with God. But there's no... In and out. You can't say, okay, today everything I do is for God and tomorrow it's my day. Tomorrow I get to do what I want to do. I get to, I gave God a day and now I get to do what I want to do today and I get to be selfish. No, every day you have to choose because every day something is choosing you. Every day something is coming trying to take your peace, trying to put you in a place of pride, trying to show you how selfish you are. And if you feed into those things all the time, that's when you you decide to create that hole and just say it's, the hole gets bigger and bigger and bigger and I can't feel it. But we're not supposed to feel it. God is supposed to feel it. We're supposed to come to him for all things, knowing that he will feel it, knowing that he will give us what we need. So we have to take time. Have that conversation with God. Give our lives to Him. Begin to repent and see in which ways we need to change, which is all ways. We all all need to change. I need to change. There are things I need to do today to change. 
one of these things was doing this podcast and I stepped out of my comfort zone and I'm happy I stepped out of my comfort zone, but then there's a next step I have to take. I I actually have to broadcast this. I have to put this out there. Just recording it isn't really my uncomfortable place. And so it's, it's cool though. It's cool. Things, things are picking up in the world. They're moving fast. Don't get caught up in the whole whirlwind of what's next and who's there and Focus on God. God is the focus here. He is what we need to be focused on. So yeah, if you subscribe to this podcast, I'm super excited to talk more about how God helps me every day, how he helps you every day, because I do plan on interacting with the listeners, opening up a blog so that we can comment and talk back and forth, even when I'm talking and I'm open to correction and rebuke and learning more. I'm still learning myself, but on this road, I want other people to know that um, nobody's perfect. No person is perfect, no matter if they are a Christian or not. Nobody's perfect. So just come along with me on my journey as I continue to strive toward uh, getting the gospel out there to as many people as possible, teaching them what God is really about, showing them how God really is and not holding back. I hope everybody has a good day today. I'm excited about the day. We're alive. We're well. We're able to hear this. We're able to talk to each other, show someone love and kindness, not because you're trying to be a good person, but just because it's the right thing to do. And you'll see God in that situation. And until next time,